calling all consumer goods, business owners, and marketing professionals. Does planning content ahead of time stress you out? Do you want to run Instagram and Facebook ads, but just aren't sure where to start? If your answer is yes and yes, then our mini course was made for you. It's 100% free and packed with essential tactics that you can implement as soon as today. To join in, visit our website at umymarketing.com slash mini course. All right, let's get on with the pod. Welcome to the Umai Social Circle, where we talk consumer goods tips to help business owners and marketers grow. We're Allison and Karen, co-founders of Umai Marketing, and we're being joined today by Morgan Potts, founder of Granarly, a better-for-you granola brand made with bold flavors, and also a member of our Consumer Goods Growth Course. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And we're I stoked, too. Stoked. Love that. Already speaking the lingo of Granarly. Yes, <laughs> That's I'm right. I'm in, I'm in the Granarly headspace. That's right. You are. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, we haven't seen each other in a while, so it's definitely time to catch up. Yes. Lots to catch up on on with me. I, as you know, and follow on social, I am all over the place, but back in Austin, thank Thank the good Lord. So I'm excited to see you all in person, hopefully. And yeah, this will be a fun conversation. There's lots happening. Absolutely. Um, so let's start off with your background. How did you start Granarly? How did you get to this point? Let us hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. I'll keep it short so I don't talk all day long. But I have a degree in animal science. And I love mentioning that because I feel like the more people I talk to as I grow up, I guess you could say, a lot of people are either using their degree for their career, or they're like, I have nothing to do with it. And I just think it's funny that I thought I would be a vet. So that's my background. But growing up, I always thought I would be an entrepreneur. My mom was always like, you're going to be an entrepreneur, but I'm stubborn. And I wanted to go save the elephants in Africa and go that route. So that's kind of my background. Right after college, I got accepted to vet school or right my last uh, couple months of college, I got accepted to vet school on an island. And in Grenada, and I was so excited. But the week I got accepted to vet school, I had this dream. And then the dream, it was put whiskey and granola and call it Granarly. And fast forward, that's what we're speaking about today. But, you know, since then, and we were just talking about this right before the show, it's um, been quite the journey. I have not always just done Granarly, but I have worked for women founders. I worked for companies like Outdoor Voices and Packed Cardi. And just really wanted to learn business and everything ever since I started Granarly and turned on vet school. So that's where I'm at today. And I've been saying this for a couple of years, but I'm finally, finally, finally almost to the point of just doing Granarly. So that's the goal. But yeah, that's kind of a brief history of the past seven years. That's a big deal going <laughs> from like grinding with a lot of different things into just doing you're growing your brand. That's it. How, how does that make you feel? Are you excited? I'm super excited. It is scary, but I think uh, I'm 29. I don't mind mentioning that on here. And I think it's worth mentioning because when I was 22, I said, you know, before I'm 30, I want to go all out. And I, it's one thing to preach on our brand. I preach, you know, get outside, get out of your comfort zone, take risks and go for it. And I feel like I do that in a lot of ways. But if we're being honest and transparent, which I love to do, I haven't fully done that in every capacity. And when I woke up on my 29th birthday this year, I said, I got to, if I'm going to preach this brand, I got to live it out. And so here I am going for it. And it's really scary, but I feel so supported. And every time I let go of other things distracting me from Granarly, I see something grow in our brand and in the company. 
and in myself. And so I just know that it's finally time and I could not be more excited. So anyway. Mm. Love when the universe pushes us in the right direction. I know. I tried to get another job and literally like not got fired, but that sounds bad. But basically the door <laughs> shut on me and I was like, okay, world, I see you. Like I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm not even going to glance the other way anymore. So it deserves it, you know? Yeah. Yes. You know, the brand that you're building deserves your time and energy if you, as much as you can afford. So yeah. you said that Granarly came to you in a dream but is there any other reason like why granola? <laughs> I love that question. So the granola came to me in a dream. I was about to go snowboarding. And in my little gnarly brain, I was like, oh, whiskey keeps you warm on the mountain. Like this will be the perfect snack. And so I, honestly, I wasn't much of a granola consumer. Um, and I, I would never make fun of someone, but I would see it around. It was kind of expensive. And I'm like, I can make this at home. Like I never, ever, ever thought I'd be making granola. And it's humorous now because it's my livelihood, I guess you could say. But um, what I did notice when I started doing granarly is one, whiskey comes from grains. And so it kind of made sense for it to be baked back into a grain product. So I thought that was really cool. And then what I noticed when I was walking the aisles, researching about granarly and kind of figuring out where we wanted to go, I noticed that the granola aisle is kind of the same, you know, all the packages look the same. And I realized that everyone uses it as a topping. Everyone's like, I put this on my smoothies. I put this on my yogurt. I eat this with milk. Like it was always a topping. And what I say about granarly is we're not just the sprinkle on top. We like to be the main event because I wanted to make granola snackable. I'm like, there's a million granola bars out there you know, there's trail mix, but there's no in between. And so we started our food truck in Austin. And then from there, people love the granola so much that we started doing little two ounce packaging packages and making it snackable where we were kind of reteaching consumers to consume granola by itself. What a journey. I had no idea that you had a food truck, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that, that was another adventure I could talk <laughs> about for this entire podcast, but that's what brought me to Austin. Actually. I, for the list, people listening, this is worth mentioning too. I um, kind of do things backwards and I applied for a food truck competition in Austin because I wanted to move here. And literally within 30 minutes, I got accepted and I didn't have a food truck. And they were like, can you send us a picture of your food truck? And I was like, um, it's in the shop. And I'm not kidding. Two days later, I got a food truck. I renovated it for a month. I moved to Austin a month later. I was on the news the next day. And then the next day I competed in the food truck Um food truck competition. And that was my first ever time opening the doors of our food truck. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love it. I mean, like this really goes to show like taking (laughs) chances, you know, they work out most of the time. Most of the time. I mean, even if you fall on your ass, I mean, you learn something, right? (laughs) Exactly. I was like, what's the worst that can happen? Like we, you know, I, I was smart about the money with it. Like we, if we didn't put a ton of money into it, you know, we made it really cute. And I was like, you know what, this is worth doing. And I feel like that's being an entrepreneur and y'all know you have to learn to pivot and kind of see, not go where the wind blows, but see what the consumers want. And I was like, well, it, it, at least this gets me to Austin and I will forever <laughs> be grateful for that. So anyway. yeah, exactly. And probably a platform too, to start off with. Well, yeah. Tell us more about the entrepreneurial journey. Like what are some wins uh, and also, you know, pain points that you've had to deal with in the past, what, seven years? Yeah. Seven years. Crazy. I feel like it's been a journey and I'm sure y'all can relate. The more I talk, I love talking with people. I feel like my, I always say my favorite part of Grunarly is 
these relationships and these conversations because the the more I open my mouth and talk to others and allow them to speak is that we're all trying to figure it out. Like we don't all know the answers. And I think that's been the biggest thing and maybe win for me along the years is just learning from other people. I I went into this not knowing what the heck I was doing. I didn't know anything about nutrition labels or food safety or manufacturing, copac, you know, all these things. And I think I'll toot my own horn for a second. I think it's a blessing and a curse, but I don't overthink. So like with the food chart, I just kind of go for it and figure it out. Um, so that's been really fun. But with that, you know, I was actually actually reflecting on my drive back here to have this um, call and interview with y'all about, you know, if I would have had a different mentor when I was 23, Gernarly may look completely different right now, but she was who I got connected with. She manufactures Gernarly right now. And she runs a family owned mom and pop style business that is really successful, but is a lot different than now where I want Gernarly to go. And so I have no regrets, but I think along the way, like I didn't raise money. I have done this by myself. And now that I'm finally at this point where we've seen so much organic growth, I'm excited to bring in a partner. I'm excited to build a team. I'm excited to, um, raise money, but we've definitely had those moments where I look at our bank account, we have $50 and I'm like, well, now what? Like, I don't, you know, so I feel like, but I feel like that's with anything in life. And that's the moments I've had over the past seven years is like, is this worth it? And to me, it's absolutely hell yes. Like I, I would do it over and over again, no matter what, you know, the hardships have come and they, they are there. It's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, even if I act like it is sometimes. (laughs) So I don't know if that answers your question, but. Yeah, you know, I mean, what, you know, what a feeling to be doing this kind of on your own and being like, okay, the possibilities are endless, but also it's really freaking scary. It's very scary. And I think that's, that's the moment I had this past year is I got to a point where it was my baby, my passion project. I wanted to grow it obviously, and not have control over it. I've been very open-handed with Grenarly, but I'm at the point now where I'm like, if I want this to be a multi-million, billion-dollar company and sell it one day, I can't do it by myself. And so I have to relinquish control. I have to figure out what I'm really good at and what I'm really awful at, figure out what that looks like to bring people on. And just know there's people out there way smarter than me. You know, so I think that's been a big pivot is I want to have conversation with people and make decisions with someone. And that's something that I haven't had for the past seven years necessarily. So I'm excited to step into this new chapter of Grenarly and and, and, uh, and build a team. So, yeah. Yeah. That's super exciting because if you're listening and you don't know Morgan, she is a people person. (laughs) She has many mentors, many connections. And I think that that's an incredible thing for any founder, any business person, any, anybody Mm -hmm. (laughs) just having the right mentors and the right community makes all the difference. So you talked a little bit about those pain points, but what are some wins? What are some big wins you've got? Oh, big wins. I love this. Uh, so, well, the most obvious is our launching in central market, um, almost a year ago in September and across all Texas. Yeah. And then our recent launch into whole foods in Austin, it's crazy. Uh, I was demoing there today. I've been demoing all week and this is worth mentioning too. Like you see me on the aisle, like in the, on this photo at Whole Foods and I still can't believe it. And I have to get better about celebrating the wins because it's a huge deal. And that's something I've wanted and prayed about and believed for since I started Grenarly when I was 22, but to actually see it, it's like, I have all this other stressful things that I need to be dealing with, but I had to take a second to be like, this is a huge deal. Like this is exciting. We're in freaking Whole Foods. And so 
But, you know, I'm out there demoing every day, sitting behind a table, passing out samples like I'm at the farmer's market for four hours every day. But it's fun, you know. And so with all the wins, there's all the other things. But that's been a huge win for us. Yeah. Grocery. And then, gosh, I don't even know. I'm like, there. I have other things we're working on that some I can mention and some I can't, but just the growth of Granarly and seeing it around town and places I didn't even know it existed. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, Central Market and Whole Foods is a, a big enough win <laughs> for yeah, us to yeah. talk about. Okay, and I would, yeah. I think we should explore that more. I mean, tell us, you know, how that came to be and like, you know, what you did, you think to get Granarly on the shelves and to huge retailers. And also, how did you get on that shelf talker or that shelf thing? I want to know. I how did you get on that? (laughs) I think you mean that where the the picture of me. Yes, Yes. I I don't shop at Whole Foods, so I haven't seen it IRL. And when I do, I'll take IRL. But yeah, selfie, please. Let's take a selfie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's our selfies, you know. So that's a great question. I think Whole Foods has really been working on highlighting their local products and local companies because you walk the aisles at Whole Foods now and there are local signs everywhere. And it's so cool. Like I love seeing it with other brands and seeing familiar faces from people in the CPG community here. So I don't, I didn't pay extra for that. I don't know what I did. Maybe I'm just a nice person. I have no clue, but that, that was really cool to see in the aisles. And I was very surprised by that. So let's talk about, I'll kind of group them together. I've had different experiences with them and I won't get into the details of them, but I do have to say, first and foremost, working with Central Market and Whole Foods local in Texas is has been amazing. Like they love working with small brands. They have been nothing short of helpful and uh, especially Central Market. Just, I mean, the, you know, they send you these forms and I'm like, I don't know where to start with these, but just walking you through them, not making you feel stupid and really nurturing you, allowing you to come in and demo. I go drop off my orders directly at Whole Foods around Austin, just because I love to meet the people that are stocking the aisles. And are talking to the customers about what products to purchase, you know? So I do think you go back to what you said, Karen, like nurturing relationships with people does go a long way because we're all human and we're all just, you know, living life. And so uh, what happened is the same time I bought the food truck in 2017, I was here at the Whole Foods at the domain and I brought my bags of Granarly into Whole Foods and I put them on the shelves and the guy on the aisle was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, my product's going to be here one day. I just know it. And I just wanted to see what it looked like. <laughs> he was like, wait, what is your product? So we got to talking. I was like, I'm just so bold. I was like, I have to get someone's attention somehow. And so he took me to the back. I met the store manager. They were so nice. They're probably like this little girl, like, what is she doing? But they gave me an email address, you know, the whole thing. And the buyer that purchased it for me this year is the buyer I got connected to back in 2017, which is crazy. I found my old notebook. I journal everything because I love moments like this. But you know, and I posted this on my social media when we launched. Looking back, if we would have gotten into Whole Foods in 2017 or 2018 when I thought I was ready, would have been awful. Like I am so glad that we were not there because we I've grown as a person, I've grown as a business owner, I'm way more connected. Granarly has a better presence here. And then our branding, like we rebranded during COVID and now our brand is what gets the most comments. Like I've, anyone I meet at Whole Foods or Central Market is like, your your packaging is like no other, you know? And so I just am so grateful for the timing of everything and persistence. And I really do think persistence and just nurturing friendships before you start selling, it really goes a long way because at the end of the day, people want to buy from people 
and they want to know you believe in your product and you are passionate about it and you're going to keep going. So that was a very long winded answer, but no, but it was a good one. (laughs) No, I mean, uh, I have two questions. First of all, did he remember he or she remember you? I think it was one of, I mean, yes and no. I think it was one of those, like it got passed down and it got mixed in and I just didn't give up. Like I'm big on the follow through. I'm like, I, I mean, I let email y'all know I y'all emailed me and it's gone way down my inbox. I'm like, I gotta keep up. And so even if they weren't like, not right now or try again next time, I kept trying again and I kept finding ways in. I just, I really do take noses and not right now. So until someone's like, no, we will never, ever, 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 ever bring this product in our store. I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> You're like, no, please do not contact me. I'm getting a restraining yeah, order. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, stop. okay, fine. I'm throwing in the white flag. But, but no, I think, you know, they don't refresh their categories all the time. So I think it, it really is a timing thing. And I had to change how I think about things. And, you know, my buyer was just doing her job. Like she wants products on an aisle that are going to make sales for Whole Foods. That's her whole job. And mm-hmm. so I had to remember, this is not a personal thing. This is a business thing. And so when I started talking about our success in central market and bringing in a new consumer to the granola aisle, that's more of the cool whiskey dad than the, the, the moms of the world, you know, like then things started happening. So, yeah, I I think it's just such a good lesson to know that you're going to get a lot of no's and, you know, it it was probably in your best interest. You might've not of gotten your uh, product taken off the shelf as quickly, you know, because you didn't have that like community built up as you do now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, no, doesn't always mean no. It just means no right now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I'm so grateful. Like looking back, I am so grateful. It didn't happen until this time. That's great. So, I mean, we can talk all day about like the hardships of being a small business founder, but what I really want to know is what are your favorite things about growing your business? And if you have any advice to other founders um, as to what they could do to maybe try and improve and feel better about when growing their brand. I love that question. I think it's all a reframing of the mind. I think I get in these ruts where I feel like it's the end or I don't have any ideas. But I think my favorite thing about owning a business is the sky is the limit. Like we get to create, we get to dream. And you know, I don't know. I I just kind of I I take things in the mindset of why not do that? Or, you know, and I'm getting smarter now about asking conversations and being more wise with like money. And you can't I can't just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. But I do think it's fun to think outside the box. I'm kind of pausing for a second because I'm got distracted because I'm dreaming right now. But yeah, I think that that's my favorite thing about Granarly is not being limited to just making granola. And I mentioned this right before our call and I want to mention, I want to talk about it right now, but if I started Granarly as just a whiskey granola company and left it at that, it will probably be great. And you know, that's fun and all, but I just know our new mission is get outside and get out of your comfort zone. And I really believe that when you get outdoors and move your body, like it changes something in you, like, mentally, physically, it's just good for your soul to be outside. And then also taking risk and getting out of your comfort zone. It is challenging. It's scary, but it really does help you tap into your potential and unlock parts of you that you may not know existed. And I had to do that with myself and it's been the most green feeling ever. 
And I know that's a little woo woo, but I really believe that we're on a mission to create products that encourage you to do that in either small or large capacities, whether it's like going outside on a walk and sharing a snack with someone or going to hike Mount Everest. I mean, it could be anything, but we have a, you know, we're launching a line of whiskey. I can mention that we're launching. Yeah. And we have, I have this thing I'm working on that's kind of like a on the go whiskey to take while you are skiing or snowboarding, like, or on a, you know, people throw back the little oh my God. shots. That was, I went to school in Boulder and yeah, we would always. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> that's just I, what you do on the slopes. I mean, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm kind of marrying a snack with a shot situation. And I can't really give all the details right now, but oh my goodness. I know. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. And then our, our llama Otis, I called him the God of granola the other day. I probably shouldn't call him that, but you know, he's like our adventure guru. Like he's our inspiration and we're personifying him. Like I want to write a children's book about him and I want to launch some greeting card lines. Like, I just feel like there's, there's lots that I can do with, well, we, we, as in the team I'm building can do with granola. That's not just granola. And I think that's my favorite part to circle back around to your question. (laughs) I think that when you think outside the box and think bigger than just yourself, there really are so many things that can happen. And my advice to people starting out or no matter where you're at, whoever's listening, no matter where you're at in your adventure journey, I call it that because I don't think that I was talking to, I have a therapist and I can, I like mentioning that I, I was talking to her the other day and she's like, you know, when you're hiking a 14 or you get to these peaks where you need to take a breath and take, drink some water, eat a snack before you keep going. And you can see the top of the 14 er but and you know it's there, but you have to regroup along the way, or you'll be so famished and parched by the time you get to the top, and you may not be able to make it. And she's this summer. I kind of took a little hiatus. I went back to Georgia for the summer with my parents, and I had that. I said, "This is my moment to kind of regroup." And I don't think that's a bad thing. And and that's what I want to mention to people listening is, it's not it's not linear. It's not going to be always perfect, and it's going to have hardships, and you're going to have moments of amazing growth. And you're going to have moments where you're like, why am I even doing this? I have those all the time, but it makes the wins that much better. And if it's something you believe in and you're passionate about, and you couldn't see a day without, then keep going. And I think my, my biggest piece of advice I've learned, and I love sharing with other people is to talk to other people that aren't your friends and family, like mentors and business owners and get honest feedback because not all feedback, even if it's negative is not bad. You know, you don't, Mm -hmm. Your friends and family love you. So they're, of course, going to be like, it's perfect, you know? But I think it's important to hear well-rounded feedback and then base your next move or decision on on that, but also staying true to your mission and vision for what you're doing. Yeah, I, I really like that. And and just like Karen was saying earlier, um, just like praising you for how you've surrounded yourself with people who can give um, not only feedback, but like trusted advice mm-hmm. um, and guide I did like what you're saying about like taking a hiatus and taking a break. I think that's so important, especially as entrepreneurs, business owners, anyone (laughs) truly anyone who has a job or, you know, doesn't, I don't care. You know, there's a million decisions that you have to make in the day. And there's a thing called decision fatigue and it makes you burn out really quickly. Like where your brain is just like, I cannot even think of what, is it a yes or no at this point? You know, like it, it's it's a real thing. And the only way to really solve it is to reduce the amount of decisions, um, take breaks. Like it, it could be months long. It could be just like one day out of the week where you're like, 
I am doing deep work and I'm not talking to anyone. I'm just like thinking today, you know, I I think that's super important. Um, So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. We're not meant to be robots. Like we live in this, you know, world where we feel like we have to do, do, do and go, go, go. And that's why I love encouraging people to get outside. Cause I have, you know, some days I'm so swamped and I'm like, you know what? The last thing I need is a walk for 15 minutes, but it's the most healing thing I could have done all day for myself to clear my head, even if it's not long. So yeah, I totally agree with you. And it's a hard thing to grasp because it feels like you're behind, but you're not, it's really setting you up for more success. I think. Exactly. Yeah. But still the, the, like just the excitement and energy that you, we just heard is like, you know, like you are on to something and you are like, you know, you're, you're killing it. And so I would love to know, um, how you stay so inspired. I know you talk about like getting outside and all that, but like who inspires you? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> and I wish I, I wish I had like one person that's like my role model that I look to, but genuinely, and y- y'all are going to laugh and be like, you're so freaking cheesy. It's people like y'all, like my friends, my community, and just even going to demo whole foods and seeing the look on someone's face, like, especially a, like a guy. And I'm like, I make whiskey granola. They just see me like with my little samples and, you know, look at me and I'm like whiskey granola. And they like turn and then they try it and the look on their face, like, Oh, this is actually really good. Like that's what keeps me going because I'm, it, it's just like the surprise factor. And the, I don't know, I just love it. And so I really do feel like it's the people I have in my life. Like I don't think people that I surround myself with would let me give up if I tried. And I talk to, you know, people, especially women in business or wanting to start businesses, reach out to me often and ask similar questions like this. And it's my favorite thing in the world to just encourage them. And I don't know all the answers, but just be realistic. And so that's what keeps me going. I don't have, I mean, I have so many role models and so many mentors and so many people I look up to that are way more, you know, talented and successful than I am. But I really do think it's the people that hopefully I can encourage and inspire one day and hope to do along the way. That's, that's why I keep going. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's just, it's true. <laughs> I love symbolism and I also love therapy and I love how your therapist was talking about this and taking breaks, but like, I'm just going to keep building on it because it's like when you take those breaks and you're drinking water and you're take, eating a snack, you're also enjoying the view, you know, like from where you are. And it's still pretty freaking awesome. You yeah. know, it's not just when you get to the top, that view is amazing too. But I think that that's something that you do really well. Like you're enjoying these parts that might not feel the most glamorous, but you're making the most out of it. And it's, just really fun to watch. Thank you. You're so yeah. sweet. I just got chills, but that it's so true. And it's like my, my one of my friends when I first started Granarly, he said you can either tr- you can treat this like a runway. You can either run really fast and fall hard, or you can strut your stuff and learn to like take it all in, basically, like you're saying. And not that you can't. You know, there are businesses that have overnight success, and that's amazing. And like more power to you. But I am so grateful. As much as I'd want to be, you know on to the next adventure right now. I am so glad that these past years have been that like look stopping and looking around like learning along the way and haven't just been easy because I ha- I don't think I would have learned as much and I'm still learning. So, anyway, always learning. Always love that. Well, Morgan, we mentioned this at the very beginning. You are a part of our growth course community which we are so yeah. thankful for. 
Um, so we want to ask a couple questions around that if you're open to it. Let's do it. I love being cool. a part of this community. I'm probably the worst student you've had, but that's okay. We can talk about it. Not, not, we can talk about it. I'll this never is- forget, like, Morgan's always in her car whenever we do, like, oh, live yeah. calls. She's, like, always, like, in her car, like, driving with her video down here. It's uh, like, where are you going now? And she's I know. always I'm on an adventure. To, always. And I'm like, I learned so much. And I still, I mean, I was, I still talk about your course to people. Like, I you know, anyway, we don't, you're going to ask questions, but I, I loved it. I just can't with myself sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, we're awesome. Just, yeah. We're yeah. just happy that we have you here for 40 minutes. <laughs> we're, yes. we're here with you. <laughs> um, so what was like one of the favorite things you liked about taking the course? I think, well, let me mention, y'all know Kate was part of it and she'll be on the podcast and she's one of my best friends and she just spoke so highly about it. And I know her business changed so much from it. And so it was a no brainer for me to do it. And I think I am not afraid to admit, I learned so much. And I said, and the community was so great for me and just the meeting times and y'all and I was going to say how y'all dumbed it down for me, but I really do, I think the better word to use there is it, it was so approachable, which I love because it can be intimidating. There's so much, it's constantly changing. Y'all are always still to this day, sending me updates on what's changing with Instagram, what's changing with X, Y, and Z, you know, and it's super helpful. And I think that y'all really care about what you're doing. You're really skilled in it and you're always staying on top of it and learning. And it's helpful to someone like me that's all over the freaking place and would love to focus everything on marketing and ads and email and campaigns and all that jazz, but it was just tangible and, and easy to incorporate into our business, if that makes sense. So I really do think that that was my favorite part. I learned so much. We loved having you in the community. Um, you're still, you're still there. You're just, you know, busy, busy. I, getting I know. I, need, market. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I need to be better. Like our website has gotten no attention, but you know, even I still reference all the sheets we did and you know, everything like that. I'm like, it's super helpful. So I just think that, yeah, I can't brag enough about how easy it was to comprehend. So I'm excited to incorporate more. Thank you, Morgan. That's nice. And y'all made me not be so scared to spend money on ads, even though I'm not running any right the second, but I I probably shouldn't say that, but like, you know, that was my thing. I was like, you have to spend money to make money. And I'm like, I can't fathom that, but y'all made it more approachable for me. So that's good. That's yeah, that's a big one for us. Um, mm-hmm. So since this is, uh, for the most part, it's a, a digital marketing podcast for CPG. What are you most interested in pursuing, or what are you currently doing with your current marketing? I have started implementing SMS marketing, which has been fun. And I'm still nurturing my email list, but I did set up evergreen campaigns and that has been great. I have evergreen campaigns with my emails and my texting. And that's great because those are just flowing without me even touching it. And I think that's one of the best things I learned from y'all is just getting my systems organized. So as, as a only person doing this right now, I need things to be happening when I'm not happening. You know what I'm saying? And so right now we're not doing any paid marketing at the moment, just because our website is getting renovated and we have some exciting things coming to the site. So with the launch in Whole Foods and Central Market, but I am about to start running ads and incorporating things I learned from y'all to promote store, like more um, shopping to the stores, to support the stores. 
you know, because I want to do well in Central Market and Whole Foods here so we can grow nationwide. And I really do think that's going to come from some marketing. So that's my focus right now. Obviously, I'm always on Instagram and I'm still running that by myself. And I use... I use my social calendar to get all that set up and everything planned. So that's just rocking and rolling too. And even just down to the basic social calendar that y'all gave me, that has been just my bread and butter. So I think that's all we're doing right this second. I'm trying TikTok, but there's so much. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> gosh. Yeah. I'm like, we need a whole catch up call just on all the new things happening in the world. I'm like, it's it's just forever changing, I think. Yeah. We, yeah, we need to have another side convo for sure, but just, and a friendly reminder that you never have to do all of it. You know, even if you have the tools in your toolbox, you don't always have to use them. Use what works at the time. Like what's going to actually help you move the needle and, you know, go from there. That's really exciting. You're always crushing it on social and I need to sign up for your SMS. Like, yes. Yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah, That's been a fun one and something new. And I feel like I feel like text marketing is, I don't know, people are into it now. So I, I fall for text message marketing. So I was like, let's try this out. But yeah, I think, and I love that you said that because I beat myself up with not doing enough a lot of times, but I'm like focusing on these grocery stores right now has been my focus. And until I bring on, you know, some other people on our team and uh, have some growth, that's just, I'm doing, I'm doing the most I can right now. Oh, so let, yeah. anyway. let us be the one to tell you, you are doing enough and you're yeah. killing it. <laughs> Y'all are so sweet. Who are gonna who are you gonna be hiring first? So I brought on his name is Matthew and he's amazing. And he Shout is out my Matthew. Matthew, I know I don't know if he'll listen. I'm sure he will. He's a dad to two boys. They're so cute. And he's married and he's amazing. We went to college together, but I brought him on as my sidekick, I guess is the best way to put it. He's really well versed in systems, operations, and finance, which are three things that I do not like. And so he's getting into the nitty gritty of all our numbers, figuring out how much money we need to raise, figuring out where our money's going, all that jazz. And he has been a lifesaver. So I brought him on about a month ago. And then with that, we're planning out our first fundraise. And then we're planning out what our key hires will be. So stay tuned. Woo, Matthew, let's see it. Let's, let's, let's see it. Let's put him on the spot. He's got a lot of work to do. I said, I hope you're ready for a fun time because there's nothing short of that around here. <laughs> that's that's just CPG, you know? It is. It is. Cool. So Morgan, we enjoyed having you on so much. So glad you're back in Austin too. Yay. Let's definitely go get some happy hour, coffee, dinner, whatever. But would you like to leave the audience with a link or call to action? What do you want yes. to Yes. So y'all can find Grenarly at Grenarly.com. I have a code just for y'all for 20% off and it's UMI20. So we'll put that in the show notes or somewhere and you can shop Grenarly.com. If you're listening and you're in Austin, we are, again, you've heard this a million times, we're in Central Market and we are at Whole Foods. And it, also, if you're listening and you are just starting out in your company, business, you have an idea, you want to talk any of those things that I mentioned, I love connecting with other people. And the best way to reach me is probably on my Instagram, which is Morgan A. Potts. And just DM me or send me an email, morgan at granarly.com. I love to hear from people and would love to grab coffee or have a Zoom. I welcome that with open arms. And yeah, just stay tuned. Sign up for our email list and sign up for our text message marketing on our website. 
And uh, there's lots of exciting things coming, coming y'all's way. So awesome. Thanks, Morgan. We'll put all of that in the show notes so people can find direct links and love it. Yeah. Keep killing it. Thank y'all so much. This isn't so fun. I want to talk forever with y'all. My Social Circle is a CPG agency-driven podcast based out of Austin, Texas. We're excited to share more behind-the-scene insights, chats with industry leaders, and whatever else we learn along the way. Follow us on Instagram at umaimarketing or check out our website, umaimarketing.com. Catch you back here soon.